fungal fields of the Golgari, where using a magical amulet given to them by Shanik, the party has found the one person who they need to revive for this mission. And unfortunately, this person has given their soul to Urza's lady. What y'all doing? Um, when I recognize that the soul is within my amulet and belongs to my lady, uh, I'm going to look around to see if there's a foreman or something about. Is there anybody that oversees the fields? Yeah. I mean, are, you're going to try and get their attention? I'm going to look for them, see if I can figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, most of the people here are shambling because they are undead. Mm -hmm. uh, the one person who is not shambling is still not moving too slowly because, you know, it's gross fungus and you don't really have a place to hurry. But, uh... If you uh, reach out to them, they start heading towards y'all. And they are a very pallid-skinned elf who is uh, more stout than an average elf. Can I help you with anything? Erza is going to gesture towards the uh, other undead creature um and she's going to inquire about their penance uh what what do you mean about penance like normally the like doesn't the soul get separated and then the body used for work oh uh yeah, yeah, I guess. I I mean, typically, that's more of a Orzhov thing, so you know a bit more about that than I necessarily would. We have bodies down here, they're just doing what we tell them to. So you don't know any details about the ones working here? No. We get bodies. One of them breaks down, we put another body. Fair enough, I understand. Uh, is gonna look back towards the others, and she's carrying kind of a 
a very worried expression on her face as uh, she hands the uh, talisman that they used to find the creature to the group and uh, she kind of shakes her head and says I I'm not doing this I refuse to go against my lady's will um, I, I'm not, I don't think it's clear to the rest of us what's going on because I don't think I don't know that you've explained it right oh but yeah I think um, I think risk like takes the amulet back at, takes the amulet back from you and says oh what What's going on, Urza? You look well. You look great, but like you look upset. Is something, some, is something wrong? She frowns and nods her head. She says, "The order that we have been given is to bring the soul back to this body and resurrect it." But she kind of reaches over and runs her fingers over her own amulet that's still around risks neck mm -hmm. and says the power that's beneath the same lit is the source of my bond to the lady and this soul is in that pendant it belongs to my lady and I I, I can't return it back to its body I'm not I she kind of frantically steps behind the group trying to distance herself she says I I'm not doing this wait uh, your lady uh, you haven't told us much about your lady but I do understand her to be incredibly powerful could could the soul even be taken from her I wouldn't really know I guess she kind of looks at the scrolls in her pocket and then to the amulet that he's holding. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming there's a plan in here for that, but I, I, uh, I wouldn't know if it worked or I wouldn't even attempt it. Can and, you uh, commune? Can you talk to your lady? I can certainly try, but... Normally, I just speak to her in person. And, uh, she's going to kind of hold her hand out to risk. She says, can I have my amulet back? Please? Before you say that, risk, like, takes your hand and then realizes and, like, awkwardly is like, right, right. And then, like, takes the, the amulet off and hands it to you. She kind of pulls the amulet close to her chest as she steps even further back into the the walkway. She's not in the field anymore at mm -hmm. this point. And, uh, I mean, it would be like a good 20-minute walk to get out of the field. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to distance myself from the group then. Mm -hmm. And... As she clutches the amulet in her chest, uh, I, I'll um, try to contact her. I'm not 
sure if that's something she can do. So I, I think there is a point where before you started these missions, you really never left home. And so, like, your lady was always nearby. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm going to ask you to do is to make a religion check. Depending on how well you do, I will let you contact, but it may cost you a spell slot, depending on how you roll. It's a test of faith. Uh, 22. Oh, that's, that's very good. She is very faithful to her lady. <laughs> so you kind of, uh, uh, you lower your head and what do you reach out and say? So as she holds her amulet within her clutches, she kind of bows her head and y'all can see a faint golden aura emanate from her body as she connects to her lady and uh, she says, I find myself in a very peculiar position, my lady. I've been asked to do something that goes against your will and bring back a soul that belongs to you. I am hesitant. I don't feel right. And I don't know what to do. In a instant, all four of you, plus the taskmaster, the, the undead really don't notice. See this, it's not brilliance necessarily, it's more of like this luminescent white glow. As this death-packed angel appears in the fields, just hovering over head and she puts a hand on the top of your head. Rise. Erza lifts her head to gaze upon her lady as she's requested. Your heart has been filled with conflict recently. But doubting me and doubting my ability is something that you have never done. And it is that faith in me that I admire. If you fear that something you do may hurt me, I would not believe that. Urza, you follow me for my wisdom and in your service to me, you have brought glory to me and you have brought honor and justice to your family. What you do cannot hurt me and your talisman that you see as a pact is a symbol of something that was needed in the beginning, but no longer 
is required for you. Your faith is true. Do what you feel must be done at this time. Her eyes swell slightly as she still holds dearly onto the talisman and she glances over to the shambling body and then holds the talisman out towards her lady. She says, I don't know why this soul has been given in the first place or why it needs to be returned. The church claimed this soul for debts that were unpaid in life. And it could not give rest. I have no need of the soul of one whose time has passed. It is merely a talisman, a trinket, something that powered our connection when your faith was that of a neophyte. But you truly believe now, and you do not need it anymore. She bows her head to her lady, and she has a faint smile of relief on her face as she turns back to Risk and uh, offers him the talisman so that he has both of them. And uh, she says, I understand, my lady, and I will return the soul back to from which it came and I will continue to follow your light and your wisdom and with that you see she vanishes and a few coins fall down to the ground where she had been hovering uh, once she does that I say to, uh, Risk says to uh, Urza see the real soul was inside you all along. <laughs> she, she, she tries to laugh a little bit as she takes in a deep breath to calm herself. And she is going to uh, reach into her bag and pull out the scrolls that were handed to her. Mm -hmm. And she's going to look to the foreman and ask if he has a problem with me returning the soul to the body. No. He just wanders back off. Okay. I didn't think he cared. Okay. Uh, should we ask the guy? I don't know if I can contact the spirit within the talisman. No, no. I mean, and then I, like, just kind of, like, shove him a little bit. Like, hey, bud. <laughs> like, uh, do, do you want do you want your soul back? It stares at you blankly as if waiting for you to give it a command. That's a yes. Alright. Uh, let's do this. I am going to need a Arcana check. 
from you to cast the spell because it is above your level. Okay. Um, Arcana? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. I'm alright at Arcana. Do you want to try to cast the spell? Risk yeah. is unable to because it's oh. outside of class. Yes. Ah. Okay, I am going to do my best. So you start casting and you make the sigils with your hand and you see like this energy, this like white energy start to gather up from the scroll and then it just fizzles out and the scroll vanishes. I push him again, and I'm like, huh, doesn't seem too different with his soul. Maybe it was just like a real boring guy? Urza's gonna kind of knit her brows together frustratingly as she throws the blank parchment on the ground, and uh, she's gonna grab the talisman with the soul in it and put it around the shambles neck so that he's wearing it mm-hmm. and pull out the uh, other parchment and then grab the talisman that letter to the creature and uh, see if there's another way to go about returning the soul. Uh, it is a it is just going to be an arcana check. <laughs> These scrolls Chas- are expensive. Yes, try to do Part this again. Card. Yeah, maybe if someone's got a guidance or I do uh, have I have my own guidance. I um, but but a lot of my guidance like I have inherent guidance for my talisman but since I'm trying to free the spirit from it, I can just Would I be able to roll an arcana check to see what the way to do it would be even if it's like not to like cast the spell but like to figure out uh, yeah, I will let you roll an assistance. I was going to ask if I would still be able to give myself double guidance, even though I'm essentially getting rid of my talisman. <laughs> it is thematically appropriate. Okay, I will give myself double guidance this time. Well, I rolled an 8 to try to assist, so probably not. Okay, uh... I will also give you advantage here. Okay, and then I have to add... Oh, gosh. 11. Hold up. 11 plus... I gotta roll two fours. Two d4s. One. Right. 16, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14. 16, yes, 16. So, this time with the spell at hand, yeah, that, that, uh, two that you rolled, where, where are the, where are the good dice we're normally getting here? Uh, so you open the second scroll and start reading it, and this time you see this white energy pouring out and it surrounds this 
man who you know so little about and the talisman starts to crack open as his soul returns and you see rotting flesh revivify and life return to this man and like he is in shock because he's been dead for quite a while his body's been down here and like the fungus that has been growing on his uh, undead body is shunted off by the light and everybody give me a perception check <laughs> happily maybe if I could roll better than <laughs> a two like, Nat, I got a one. we don't talk about my rolls okay nat 20 <laughs> We don't talk about your rules. So, <laughs> Arafine, you in particular see uh, this. You heard my net 20, right? Yes, yes, I did. Okay. I did. Arafine, right. you see some sort of force leave the man as he is brought back to life. Risk you see something that you've tried to perceive before on your three other missions that y'all kind of sensed was there that you couldn't see. And here you see what looks to be this whirling razor of black energy that is shunting across the field here, heading back into the direction that you came from. And it vanishes as you see the last signs of undeath uh, vanish for this now very living man. Um, I tell them what I saw. Actually, I think I start chasing after it until it disappears and then I run back and tell them what I saw. Mm -hmm. When he runs off, um, is, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but does this person have clothes on? <laughs> oh, yeah. They are, like, super raggedy i mean it, it, it's generic fantasy fantasy uh, but, zombie garb yeah but it, it's covered at least right mm -hmm. okay um urza's going to approach the man when risk starts running off in the distance and uh she's going to offer him some water from her flask thank you Urza. She kind of blinks a few times. She's like, you know my name? My soul was in your talisman. You knew what was... You could hear... What? I didn't think that you could hear outside of it. I was a link to the lady in the beginning. My state outside of living allowed you to connect to her, not that you needed it for very long. She nods her head and... Uh... When Risk comes running back, 
she's gonna kind of give him a curious look as to why he ran off. Uh, like even before noticing that, I'm like, Did, y'all didn't see that? Y'all didn't see the weird black ghost tornado thing? Like that was just like I saw it. Say that one more time. What was it? It was like a, a black ghost tornado thing. Like, I don't know if ghosts, like if some kind of like weird black smoke. Y- y'all didn't see that? It was like huge just going across the field. I saw like a, a force, but I didn't place it as a specific form. No, it, it was real familiar. Like it's been here before. Like I didn't see it before, but I I have this sense that it was there at the other things. I don't know if we're, like, being watched or, you know, like, connecting all the pieces or something. But, like, something happened here that was the same as happened elsewhere. And it was a ghost tornado. I can't say it was a ghost tornado the other times. A, a ghost tornado. And I'm just like, you know, like, a it was like a black swirly smoke thing, but it was, like, kind of see-through. I, I believe you. I just, I didn't see it. I start, like, drawing it in the sand. <laughs> just, or in, like, the dirt or whatever around us. Like, just not, like, well, but just, like, yeah, like, it's just, like, a spiral. <laughs> yeah. No, Risk is right. What? You're right. Oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just really not used to hearing that. The the other uh, other missions you've taken for this Shanik, uh, maybe you didn't see there. There has been energy that has been released and shunted. I I saw it because I was little more than a spirit. Who are you, by the way? My name's Dave. (laughs) And why would Shanique want you revived? He says that you are vital to their mission. I I don't... What is the significance here? I have no idea. I... I took a lot of debt that I had to pay off when I died, and uh, I don't know why I was revived. What was your debt? What was it for? I gambled a lot of money, and I'm bad at gambling. Ugh, me too. On, on what did you gamble? A bit of everything. Dogs, pigeon fights, mm-hmm, human mm-hmm. fights, human yep. fighting pigeons, oh. uh, dice, cards, strategic <sighs> card games, a lot of things. Huh. I I had a problem. Sort of like an excessive like amount it does, of games are a little immoral. Yeah, she's gonna kind of rub her brow a bit 
and she says, Tajik said that you were wrongfully taken and imprisoned. But if you are an obsessive gambler, how is it wrongdoing? I am well, very... Well, in, in so much as imprisoning people is inherently a kind of moral wrong. And well, I was prevented from dying when I should have died. And, like, I don't really gamble anymore, but there was definitely a period in my time where I gambled a lot, hence the name Risk. Uh, but, like, it's not, it's a compulsion. Like, killing someone for that, like, seems a little, like, judgy, at least, you know? I mean, I, I was old. I still am okay. old. So... Yeah, why didn't we bring back someone who was taken younger? Like, no offense. I I don't know if that was the case. We could have just helped your spirit move on, not bring I, you back. I, I mean, now now I can. I I guess I can put my affairs in order. And well, if you come with us, I can bring you to the church and how not long... back to the guild, but my church. How long ago did you die? Like, the zombie was in, like, pretty bad repair, right? Like, And Tajik said it was a long time ago. Like, yeah. a long time ago. But I guess, like, I don't know how years are in this game, but, like, I just asked him, like, what year, what's the last year you remember being alive? Uh, it would have been something like 20 years ago or so when I died. Or I guess when my soul was claimed and then put into the talisman and then I was given to Urza. Um, I like turn to the rest of the group and I'm like, what were the other, like, what was, when was the book? Do you, do you all remember when the book was from? It was basically a book of all the different, I guess, races and species of Ravnica. But, but when was it made? I, I don't think Urza would have noted that. I don't know. I mean, Esefe was the one who read it the yeah. most. Can yeah. I do a that was check? an old appendix. Yeah, very I, old. I, I, I didn't note how old it was when I was in a talisman. Hmm. What did you used to do? Like, not, I mean, you gambled, but like, what, what guild were you in? Oh, I'm guildless. Oh. Yeah. I didn't mean to sound disappointed that you're guildless. I just thought I had a thread, and that kind of throws the thread. If you, if you know, Like, it's perfectly fine to be guildless. I don't, you know. No, no, that's that's fine. I'm, I'm used to it. Uh, hmm. What did, what did you, did you do for a job? Did you have a job? Yes. I worked in a butcher shop for a while, and then I lost a hand, which I'm happy to have back now, thanks to that spell. Weird. Yeah. And then what did you do after you lost the hand? Gambled. <sighs> ah, I see. And then you lost quite a few hands there, too, of cards, right? Yes, I you have the correct. card, so I can. You have the hand back, so I can make that joke, right? That's okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Oh, look! I I can take the hand off if he does that. Oh, that's very weird. Yeah. 
it, it's just the like fake illusion where you're removing a hand. Okay. You know, you should look into the the rectus. I I'm going to look into dying. So I mean, the rectus is an option for death. Sure, but uh, if I remember, Chanik was saying you just needed to return and you get your final mission. Yeah. No. So so you uh, did you know Chanik at all? No. Weird fellow. So you just know him because of what you overheard when we decided was on the talisman. Yep. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, why don't you actually? You know what? Can you stick around for a bit? Like, like I know you really want to die, but like, you know, put your affairs in order, and then like, you know, we'd like to talk to you maybe just in case. Like, before you leave, that, ju- you know, you were there, the Johnny coil. guy. Creepy. I mean, if, if if you want me to come with you to Johnny, I can do that. Uh, you know, maybe don't come with us. Like, I feel like it'd be weird rolling up with him, right? Uh-huh. Like, but, uh, like, can you just, like, go here, to your like, apartment? Uh, or, uh-huh. or no, the Celestia, they'll, they'll take care of me. So I'll just go to the Conclave and get some clothes and charity. Sure, sure. What was your name again? Dave. Dave. What a weird name. That's why I suggested he come back to my congregation. So I can keep a better eye on him. Your congregation took his soul. No, Mm -hmm. the guild took his soul. Not my lady. Oh, I Wait, but wasn't it your lady's soul? She has control over many in the Orzog. Okay. Your guild confuses me. I would also say that Enoch probably would be very upset if I was back in the neighborhood. So you have ties to Enoch. How? He collects debts. Well, you've... I just assumed that was... He Further collected back a dead he... very specifically. Oh. Yeah. Okay, then. Dave, if you go... Go to the Conclave. Ask for Aaron. Mm-hmm. She will make sure that you're taken care of. I appreciate that. Arza's going to turn around and pick up the coins... That were left behind by her lady and she's going to safely tuck them away into her her pouch i don't feel comfortable just leaving them laying around oh yeah for sure let's go talk to let's go talk to janique and so you all four head back to where janique had been waiting and they're still there in the chair. And so you've completed your fourth mission, and are you ready for your fifth? Uh, sure. Define ready. Are you prepared to sign a contract stating that you will never interact with each other once you have signed the contract 
for the indefinite future. What are the terms of enforcement for this contract? I have a contract that I need all of you to sign that says that you will not actively seek each other out. And upon your signing of this contract, your mission will be done. And you will be given your rewards. Yes, and if the con like who is who is enforcing the contract if it Oh nobody really it's more of a <clears throat> formality. Great, great. Uh all right, well how uh wh- where do we meet you with the contract once we're ready to sign? He uh pulls the scroll out and uh has four pins out. Right, and I take the contract out of his hand, and I say, great, where do we meet you when we're ready to sign? We're going to have our, you know, people look over this, make sure it's all in. I feel like I go into a judge's son, like, uh, <laughs> mode, where I'm like, right, you know, you don't, you never sign a contract until you've verified that all of the uh, clauses are correct, and, uh, and, and we'll get back to you once we have that. I need you to sign it here tonight. Why can't we contact each other afterwards? I don't understand. Oh, you can. The contract is just you signing that you won't. That makes no sense. Yeah, here's the thing about contracts, though, is Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, guilds take those things very seriously. And, you know, sometimes you sign something and you have to do something or there's like another thing and like i'm i'm not great at that but we do have a friend who's a lawyer and so we're gonna talk to him makes sense right like you said it, there's nothing suspicious about the contract so i mean that that does make sense but All right, also you. you're not supposed to talk to that lawyer anymore because plans because fell apart horribly what what I'm sorry, we're not supposed to talk to him because what? Plans? Because you created a massive mess in the Azorius library. Right. How can you confirm that? It was cleaned up very thoroughly. Yes, but they've also been stripped of their legal standing. But not their knowledge. (laughs) How right, you... but he's still going to be able to okay. know whether the contract is ripping us off. Fair enough. Well, uh, do you want to plan on meeting me here tomorrow then? Uh, why don't you know what? Let's because it's we want to like some business days. Like, why don't why don't we make it like two days? Okay, we will meet here in two days then. Okay, great. <laughs> and with that. He uh, picks up the chair and puts it into uh, the cloak and picks up the table and puts it into the cloak and then wanders off. Um, Somebody should follow him. (laughs) Like, I say that once he's out, like, like out of earshot. I don't even say it. I just, like, motion, like, who's, like, who's going to follow him kind of thing, like, pointing and, like, questioning. I think, I think Arapine will do that. All right. Uh, Arafine, roll me stealth. Oh, good. (laughs) 
Wait. Oh no. Wait. Can I, I, I want to see it, but when, I heard the wait. Are you going to actively leave and follow? Like, we're if you're separating from us, I want. I'm going to reach into my bag before Arafine stealths away, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to give them one of the coins that my lady left behind as a personal talisman of my own so they can use it to invoke uh, guidance. <laughs> I, and when I hand it to them, I cast guidance on them before they, I don't want them to leave without it. Okay, so would you like to roll that guidance D4 now? Sure. Therapy? You All could right. You could use the talisman for a second one, but that's up to you. I think it's got two more charges left. Look. Uh, uh, traits. Where's it at? Yes, it has two more charges on it. Oh. Okay. So, Arafine, uh, you start taking off after them moving silently through the streets and uh they like quickly move out of the very like empty part of town and start moving into streets where there are more people and you are keeping up on them until they move into a small restaurant And as you follow inside, it is full of smells and scents, and it is a bit overwhelming for someone who's, like, used to the very lockdown uh, setup of the uh, Simic bases, where it's all kind of pristine and clean. Yeah. And uh, you see that they uh, take their hood off, and... uh, like a waiter comes over and uh, they give an order. There's another seat at the table. There's another seat at the table? Yes. Is there a seat where I can sit and not be observed? Uh, Yes, there is. I would like for that. All right. So you grab another seat and uh, the waiter comes over and is like, Hello, can I get you anything on this lovely evening? Um, is is there a, like a menu that I can look at? We have coffee. Oh, and I'd love a coffee. Then I will bring you a coffee. And he uh, goes back and comes back to you with a cup of very strong smelling coffee. Enjoy. I do enjoy the coffee. Mm -hmm. I don't need to roll to enjoy coffee, do I? No, it's good coffee. It is not poisoned (laughs) or anything. And, uh, yeah. This time... Shawnique has pulled out a book and they are just reading it and slowly drinking their coffee. All right. Well, I'm going to keep watching and uh, 
enjoyed my own copy. And so you keep watch and they uh, just continue to read their book and drink their coffee for another two hours. And then how, how far away from them am I? Uh, you, you're maybe a good 15, 16 feet away in this small like coffee house. Okay. So not like able to tell what book they're reading situation. It is also like an old time book that doesn't really have a cover title on it. Right. Um, in the time you are doing that, should we try? I feel like it's at least worth the effort to try to find our way back to the other mysterious person. Right. So I, I had, that's what I was actually had an idea and I was being a little, uh, when I said we have a lawyer friend, I yeah. actually meant the lawyer Sphinx. Yes. That we know works at, uh, in secret at the um, Azorius Guild. So I was thinking we, we were like, so Dave, we need you to wait here and tell Arafine to come find us at the Azorius Guild, uh, Guild when he comes back. Oh, and Dave wandered off. Yeah, Dave went to the combine. Oh, not the, the conclave. Mm-hmm. They went to the conclave. That's fair. That's fair. Wait. Okay, I go and find a different zombie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just like, when you see, a, and I bring him over, and I'm like, when you see, and I describe Arafine, uh, tell him we went to Azorius. You know what? I'm going to put it in writing. And I like, <laughs> write a thing and pin it to his chest. Fair enough. I just want a canon reason for us to find each other again after this. Yes. If we all leave. Otherwise, that, that zombie's just going to walk around the field for the rest of its life with the sign on its chest. Hey, look. It just says Arafine, and then in, in, in a note it says, we went to that place where we got in trouble for stealing a library book. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go to that Azorius place, like, but not through the back entrances we tried before. I'm just going to see if uh, we can have him called down. Because we, we actually know his fake name, the lawyer name, right? We don't know his actual whatever, if that's his actual name or whatever. Uh, I believe. We were given a, a kind of like a I, yeah, it was a, a fake lawyer name. And then they brought us to that area adjacent to where the library was. So if yeah, we go you're, back you're, to that area... I believe you all are talking about Esperia, who was... Was it that? I can't remember. Whoever, whoever the Sphinx that put me in a crystal was. Yes. Well, was it... Right. Uh, so there was the Sphinx who initially got angry at you all for burning the books and brought right. you into court. Not that one. Yeah. And then I believe that was uh, uh, Esperia who uh, got you out. Yes. I, th- I can't remember their name, but I know there was another one that did. Yeah. Right. It was the judge's boss. Because <laughs> yes. we, we called his boss down and then his boss was secretly a demir so that sphinx 
Mm-hmm. We're gonna go. We have a meeting with him. We have an appointment. <laughs> they um, don't know it yet, but we do. But it's on the I books. It's like I go up front. I go up front, and it's like, uh, yeah, I'd like to speak to Isperia, and it's like, okay, like whatever they. Say. I'm just like, yeah, we have an appointment. So the, uh, so you come up to the clerk and you say we have an appointment with Isperia. Mm-hmm. And the clerk looks at the three of you because I'm assuming that SFA is there. Yes, SFA has, uh, for lack of uh, better judgment. <laughs> now, I've got to say, them. we are all dressed incredibly different than when we were here last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was Azorius when we were here last. <laughs> yes. Uh... Follow me and I will take you to the waiting room. Thank you. And uh, they lead you into a small side room and they lock the door and they pull off the clerk's costume and say (laughs) you should not go and ask for Asperia all of you are fools that was me the actual Asperia is not a member of House Demir I like really nonplussed I'm like yeah, I guess it was pretty stupid. Hmm. How are we ever going to find you? Uh, this is a contract we were told to sign. Uh, and I hand it to him. Uh, or sorry, mm-hmm. her. And I'm like, uh, you uh, you told us that we were uh, supposed to do everything that was begged of us. But I also didn't want to just like willy-nilly sign a contract. They pull a like pair of glasses out and... They go and read this thing. and Yeah, this is a bullshit contract. What is... I don't understand what's going on. See, they just had me revive a lost soul. Mm-hmm. And from what I can gather, they were just a debtor. So she said that they were important, but... Well, they were certainly deader than they are now. They don't even want to be alive. They want to be dead again. Well, I mean, I assume they don't want to be undead again. Well, they were indebted to begin with. What What are the missions that you've gone on again? Uh, we had to fight some uh, gruel. We wandered monsters. the is it vents ventilation yeah. system to like unclog a pipe, and then what was after the unclogging the, the pipe? Oh, then the book, which you well you know you about know the about book, that. and then Dave, which is his name. Like that's a weird name. I have a feeling that may not be his name. Pretty sure. Who gives a fake name? Someone <laughs> like, look who's over trying to bamboozle us. Yeah. With, with the Grull, what, you, you just killed the Grull off and that was it? No, it was a, well, yes, it was a band of Grull that released this crazy monster onto the town. Mm-hmm. And we, we 
killed almost all of the Grohl, but one. I'm pretty sure. I think one got away. And and the monster. I think we calmed it down, and it. The conclave t- took it right. No, Boros. Boros killed. I can't remember. No, we actually got. No, we got rid of the Boros. Because there was a Boros there, and we were told not to, like, uh, draw attention. And so we convinced them it was all a stage play. Or it was all, like, an installation piece. Okay, okay. But you you tamed a wild beast. Yeah, essentially. And then the second one, the pipes. What were these water pipes or... Steam. Steam. They were the steam... You know the steam vents under the the, the school? And... You, you turn them off or well they were they were already off and it was so hot everything was overheating so we opened them up so, so you pre- you released the pressure of the flame yeah yes and then here you destroyed knowledge a book yes a book of rules yes or a, well, it was a, it was it was more like a book of a whole bunch of different creatures and things. Yeah, kind of like an encyclopedia. Really yeah, it was big. And then you resurrected an undead creature. Yes, and 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 tell them about this the swirly thing. Oh yeah, saw. there was like a whole like uh, I'm gonna say like a smog nato. It was like black smoke and then like twirling around i'm like doing this all with my hands like i'm like twirling my hands Mm -hmm. and then it just like kind of flew away from where we were did it go towards where uh johnny yeah yes yeah and it went towards him and then it disappeared It, it it sounds like you've been Gathering and severing mana. Hmm. For what? That would be whatever Chanik is doing. And what does this bullshit contract have to do anything? He does. He's. It's. He said that we have to sign the contract saying that we won't see each other, but we're still. We. I mean, we could still do it. I don't. He was yeah, and very like also that's like very that. It's it's also like that's not possible because like it, people are gonna see me. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the stage and stuff. Like it's gonna happen, you know. It's a legal document that is created that cannot be enforced. Y- y- yes, which why would we sign it in the first place if it clearly cannot be enforced, or doesn't want to be enforced? It's part of the ritual. Oh, a contract that has to be broken? Yes, or a contract that can't be held to any legal standing. And what would the ritual be? Well... Actually, can we roll Arcana or anything about this ritual? Yeah, 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 roll some Arcana. Yeah, like, can is there something we could roll to, like, connect the dots here? Because my brain's small. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Risk has a 12 intelligence. I know I play him like he has no intelligence, but uh, he does have 12 intelligence, and I think I'm probably a 10. So, like... Except I rolled a 17. 
looking at what it. What is it? Oh, oh, sorry. So, Sefe, you uh, somehow get the most out of what seems to be going on. Could I so, give myself guidance for that? I'm sorry. Uh, give it to Sefe. The, or, yeah, like, I don't know, is that something that has to be cast beforehand, or? I'd say, I'm yeah, we okay, that's we fine. already rolled. Okay. Uh, so, Sefe, the basis of the guild pack, which is something that I feel like you have the most ties to out of any of the guilds, because you are a believer of peace and order, and kind of harmony, is that the guild pack was formed when the ten guilds representing the ten different combinations of the two colors of mana uh, came together to create something greater. And uh, this has allowed like powers to basically contain a lot of larger forces. And so if you cast the equivalent of a five-color spell, and if you successfully pull off the mana for that, you can do a lot of things. And by releasing the... releasing or manipulating the mana, like, ley lines or sources of mana... Mm -hmm. uh, basically creating a mana base or building a means for someone to do big shit the ritual. yeah mm -hmm. okay so the one thing that I'm thinking um, the bringing back a uh, person it's like they're all like uh, a color of mana but it's kind of doing uh, a twist on all of it like right instead of a like instead of a beast it's a beast being tamed so it's like the opposite of its thing and like the steam was getting like the 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 steam tunnels were getting hotter and we like eased that and then we burned the rule of law in a way and we brought something that was undead back to life, right? Like, so it's the opposite of, like, a kind of black spell. Like, I feel like um, signing this contract, binding ourselves to this thing in a way by break, by make, signing a contract that can't be held, like, we are possibly intentionally being caused to break every aspect of the guild pact. Um, yeah. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so what if we alter this contract? To make it enforceable? To just make it something else. We sign it, give it back to him. And then he, you know, can we sign this and then make it? And I, I'm talking to um, our uh, unnamed friend. I say, like, can we make it look like it says something else so that he thinks that it successfully was pulled off and then when he goes to use it for his spell, the spell fails because it's not what he thought it was. 
Presumably, that would work. Help us help you. You said it before. He is running some twisted version of what your society stands for. Help us stop this nonsense. Obviously, we're something's going to happen if we don't stop this from happening. Mm-hmm. What what would you like me to rewrite the contract to say? I have spent enough times in these law offices. Um. Hmm. Oh. We should get hit to say something about him being in debt. Well, I mean, like, a loophole, but it could even just be, and if the contract, for whatever reason, is intentionally broken, or uh, then he is has some uh, thing to us, like, he owes us something, right? Or he has to do something. Yes, uh, that will. I can write that up. But the whole point is to have an unenforceable contract broken. So Mm -hmm. we need to make a contract that can't be broken. Right? Oh, okay. a A contract is ultimately a agreement. And it is a promise of something that will be done in a certain way. So the only way... Oh, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So what if we make the agreement to stay away from each other only if Tanjik doesn't you know uh... We have to figure out what they're trying to do in the instance we form the contract. Because if we break it and release the energy, we need to have some kind of stipulation that counteracts that. I think, okay, what about this? We make it a contract for uh, something that by signing it, it's done. Like, Honestly, here's the thing. Like, we can try to trick him. We can try to do whatever. But really, if we just make the contract finished, like, what if we just make it a receipt for services rendered? Like, yes, we did these things for you. Because then it also works as a... Uh, us, his orders. Us indemning him um, and saying... And you know what? We can say that we were not working for the 10th guild. I like motion to uh, our friend here. And I say, we were working for Chanik, who specifically was doing this for, you know, his own political gain. And that's all he told us. You know, we don't even know anything about the 10th. You know what I mean? And we did the services. In fact, he already paid us. No, we have to sign the contract to receive our payment. He's never going to pay us. <laughs> My payment is impossible. That means he wasn't going to pay any of you, I would wager. Yes, because the whole purpose of this contract is to be broken. Right. So if we just say that we waive all of our payment because he has already paid us, 
then it is a contract that isn't null and void. It is fulfilled. Us signing it just says this is true. And then he can't use it as a broken contract. I mean, look, we weren't going to get the thing from him anyway. Maybe we'll get it from from uh, th- this lady. But like, you know, who knows? Uh, but Janique wasn't going to give us anything. I don't think they have that power. I'd be surprised if they didn't try to kill us after this. I feel like whatever's going to happen is going to get us killed, or if not, hated by all of the guild. So, all right. Well, I will write that contract out for you, and they take a few minutes and write it out put a glamour spell over it so it looks like the contract as was initially written. Okay. I will find you once this is done. Uh, Meet up somewhere and I will find you. Do not come looking for me. All right. All right. Urza bows her head and she apologizes for the unexpected ambush. Mm-hmm. And we cut back to the coffee house. Where uh, Arafine is. And uh, it's been about two hours or so of Shanique just reading this book. And as they are starting to close up. Shanaik uh, looks across the room, which is now much emptier. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they look across and see you sitting in the bar or in the coffee house. Oh, so I'm in a spot where they can see me. Uh, it's more of earlier, it was easier to like hide. Because there was other people in here. And as uh, the bar or as the coffee house is closing and there are fewer people, you kind of lose that crowd as a disguise. Ah, uh, okay. Does he look surprised, though? Uh, more of a look of acceptance. Mm. I just kind of like lift my mug in, like, mock salute. They, uh, do the same as they take some coins out and, uh, leave them on the table and head out the door. Um. Okay. Uh, I will... I can't really continue because they've made me. So I suppose I will uh, head back and... Does the party have a way of letting Erafine know what's up? I think we probably just went back when we were done, right? Okay, met back up at the last place you all met. Yeah, we went and found the signpost zombie, removed the envelope. Mm -hmm. I put it on, I pin it to my chest, and I'm like, wait, I probably don't need this. Yeah, and so all of you are informed of the plan. And we cut to two days in the future where all of you have 
rejoined once more with the new contract, and Shanique is waiting. All right, so all of you are prepared to sign the contract now. Oh, of, co- of course. <laughs> Urza kind of shakes her head begrudgingly and says, oh, well, I, I just don't understand the purpose of this anyways. And uh, she'll go ahead and, and sign it. And do the rest of you sign? Yeah, I think I think SFA trusts the trusts the plan and doesn't see a diff- different way forward. So she's going to sign. And uh, does Seraphine sign? Uh, I may have like missed the plan when I stepped away. Oh. It is a contract that is unbreakable. It is more of a statement of fact in a lot of ways, which gets around the, this contract is unenforceable. But it's disguised to look like the initial contract. We're basically signing a receipt, in a sense, of like, services yeah. rendered. We're presupposing that he wasn't going to pay us anyway, what he had promised us. So we're saying that he doesn't owe us anything and that we did this for him as his own thing. And we don't know of any other group that was wanting us to do it. Like, basically pinning it all on him if this is found. Okay. Um, Yeah, Erafine will sign that. Um, when the pen is handed to me, I hem and haw about it a lot and make like a really big deal about like, I guess I just like, feels like, I don't know. I'm still not happy about this and I want you to know, but then I do sign it. I feel like it wouldn't be convincing to him if I just signed yeah, it willingly. That's why, yeah, that's why Urza was like, I still don't really understand the purpose of this, but whatever. I want this over with. So all of you roll me a arcana, or uh, all of you roll me a perception check with advantage. I want to cast guidance. Oh my god! Yeah, you can cast guidance. <laughs> I remembered this time. I rolled a a nat one and a nat twenty. I got a twenty-two. Oh gosh, I am not rolling good today. 16. So, 8. So, Erafine, SFA, and Risk, you see white energy come up, and it's not really destructive. It's more of like a healthy flow of energy. Shani it sees like ah all right i i I see you have uh tried to pull one over on me which it is what it is but there is good news and would you like to know what that good news is uh tell us the bad news first oh i don't really have bad news well, then, yeah, I do want to hear the good news. It's time for all of you to get paid. 
and uh, Chanik pulls out four other, or pulls out four orbs from his coat. And uh, these are red, blue, green, and black. And smashes them on the ground. And all of you now see this more destructive energy that comes rushing out of these orbs. And somewhere you just have a feeling that something has been broken in here. <sighs> something has been broken that was established as part of the guild pact hundreds of years ago. Do we was that what the perception check was for? Uh that was to see the white energy, the white mana. Got it you. still produced the mana. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just not as destructive. Uh, I, weirdly, this is both times that I have crit on perception. It has been to notice mana. Is can risk just see mana? Mm -hmm. It's very weird. With his special eyes, and you smell what seems to be the sky burning as one hand and then a second hand rip through reality briefly as this large very muscular blue-skinned figure crawls out and says greetings Chanik you have kept your part of the bargain and are these the ones that have assisted you in the project? All of you have assisted Shanique? Urza kind of... Her eyes are really big as she hesitantly nods her head. We did just sign a contract saying we did this on his behalf. <sighs> then... What do you wish? And Shanique just pulls out blue cards like he had before <gasps> and hands them up. It's like, I promised you I would get this done. And the creature looks over the cards, snaps, and we cut to a dark, dark hit where there's fire and black metal all around and you hear a mix of screams those that are in pain those of joy those of enjoyment and rising out of a bed is risk carlton a very different one though this risk is a full tiefling and that is where we end this week Oh. 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 What?
You've been listening to Established Property Playhouse Ravnica. I am your Game Master, Luke. Uh, I use he, him, sometimes they, them. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And you can find my other podcast projects at LukeHair.com, which includes uh, Domance Dawn, my weird Simpsons and One Piece mashup podcast, Exiled, my long-running uh, Marvel fanfic podcast, RPG Palace Club, another actual play that I run, and much more along with comics work and various things that I have written. And then, uh, Alvaro, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. Um, I, uh, hi, my name's Alvaro Lopez Moreno. Um, I do surreal algorithm art and industrial rap metal as worm uh in in the project Wormtooth. uh if you uh want to go you can find it at wormtooth.net or follow me on underscore Wormtooth on instagram or twitter underscore Wormtooth on twitter as well um and that's i mean that's really kind of about it i also have like a couple other music projects uh you can check out i guess coca-cola scarface which you can find on spotify and um the bad twins which you can find also on Spotify. Uh, Nola. Uh, hi, I'm Nola Thau. You can find me uh, running the show over at Women Write About Comics. Um, I also write for Comics XF, and you can find me on basically all social media at Nola Thau. Uh, that's N-O-L-A-P-F-A-U. And do not try to explain comics to me. Uh, Yeah. Um, Hi, friends. Uh, I'm Clavy. You can find me playing Magic the Gathering and tabletop games on the internet. Uh, You can find me playing Magic uh, on a lot of streams in the community, but also on a channel that I co-host with friends. It's twitch.tv CNC Power Hour. And you can also find me playing uh, a D&D campaign uh, with the Venture Maidens. Uh, That's twitch.tv The Venture Maidens. Uh, and yeah, you can find me anywhere online at mtg underscore clavy. And Liz. Hello, everyone. I'm Elizabeth. I don't really have much of an online presence, but I love video games and I love D&D. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at birdie underscore cuckoo. That's B-I-R-D-I-E underscore K-U-K-U. Uh, you have been listening to Established Property Playhouse Ravnica. Our theme music uh, is by People Need Goals, which you can find on Twitter at, at People Need Goals. And our uh, cover art was by uh, Re. Uh, you can find on Twitter at, at Re Dan E E L O L I V A R. Re D Oliva. Dot com and uh yeah make sure to check out the other shows that we have done for established property playhouse with me as the gm and different crews uh the current series is going to be updating weekly and above all thank you for listening check out more of our work at established property playhouse.com or on twitter at estpro playhouse
And remember, there is no 10th guild.